Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We're going to talk about Bible and money and everything that money represents. Basically, mammon is uh, reputation, career, fame, fortune, uh, famous cars, sports. Which is more important? The truth of God's word? The goodness of salvation that Jesus Christ died on the cross, rose from the grave, so that you and I can have our sins forgiven, we can have the assurance of life in heaven, that we can know that we are forgiven and accepted by God, and that along the way He gives us peace and joy and hope. This is the of heaven. No matter what we think this represents, it's not but provide what Jesus Christ provides for us through his death and resurrection of the cross. We know that. We know that. Jesus says we're children of the light, not the darkness of sin and guilt and evil. But children of the light, we know, we see, we see clearly that Jesus, as Paul says in that the second reading for today at the end of there, it's first Timothy, he says, Jesus Christ came into this world to rescue us. We see that and we thank him for it. Praise God. We are alive. Alive forever. Now, what Jesus tells us to do is this parable. He says, You should be as committed, you should be even more committed to sharing that good news, to living as children of the light with hope and joy in this world. As committed as, even more committed than, than that guy was to making disciples. This guy was a rascal. He's a scoundrel. He's a cheat. He'd do anything he could think of to make sure that he was taken care of. That was his first priority. If he had to cheat his boss, if he had to involve other people, all about me. My security, my reputation, my convenience, my comfort, my career, and he would use his shrewdness, his creativity, his ingenuity, his focus, his energy to accomplish that. Jesus said, look at him as an example. That commitment, that focus. Now, he doesn't tell us cheat, lie, steal. He's not saying the ends justify the means, that I'd go rob a bank so I have money to give to a missionary. No, 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 no. But that shrewdness, that creativity, that ingenuity, that focus, that determination, that's what should characterize us. Whether 
whether it be in our own individual lives or in this congregation or in the church at large, we need to be using what God has provided for us, our intelligence, our skill, our experience, our money, our time, our energy to accomplish God's will, to share the good news of God's love. Build the kingdom. How are we doing? Yeah, Lord, I'm on board. It was interesting to hear a few weeks ago. Yeah, there was going to be a baptism at the 10 o'clock hour of the prayer service. And at 10 o'clock service, there was going to be a baptism. And so what we did, Pastor Lord had us do, was go through the order of baptism. Yes, I believe in God the Father. Yes, I believe in God the Son. And then there's a line in there. I don't know if it was there when I was confirmed a billion years ago, different century, but it was, and I will suffer all, even death, before I will fall away from Jesus Christ. And I stopped using that a few years ago with the junior soccer bands. You can have a 13, 14 year old kid say, Yeah, even if I'm threatened with death, I'm going to remain faithful to God. By God's grace, it does happen. But also, far too often, Sunday after Confirmation Sunday, those kids are nowhere to be found. They turn their backs on Jesus. Not us. Not us. We're faithful. We're faithful. Lord, we're going to share the good news of your love. We're going to share the good news of your redemption and reconciliation with our world. And we're going to remain faithful to you in every way. And then he says, study to show yourself approved. And we're going, I haven't looked at my Bible lately. Maybe I should get it out. I can find it. Pray without ceasing. Oh, let's see. It's been... It's been a while since I prayed to God. I guess life has been going too, too well or I've been too busy to really talk with God or listen to Him. Do not forsake the assembly of yourselves together. In other words, go to church just like Jesus did. And it says Jesus went to the synagogue as was his custom on the Sabbath day, which means that every week he was in church. He's the Son of God. Why does he need to go to church? Because he, he, he says it's important. It was important enough to him for him. Maybe, just maybe, it's important enough for us to be in God's house with God's people worshiping God. For once in a while, I'll ask somebody, what's more important to you than being in God's house with God's people worshiping God? Grocery shopping? Your hard work? What's more important? I get no response. They don't show up the next Sunday, but I get no response at that point. Are we, really, are we really committed to showing God our love? Our thanks for what he did. Remember, he died on the cross for us. He gave his life for us. He loves us that much. 
We love him enough to be committed to him, to using what we have, our resources, whether it be money, time, energy, work experience. Are we willing to use that to help others? It's a very practical way that Kathy knows what talking about. To help others become disciples of Jesus Christ. To know his love also. Too often I've found people when they come in the front door of the church, whether it be on Sunday morning or some other time, they leave their value, they leave their work experience, they leave their talents, they leave their intelligence, they leave their abilities at that front door. And they're really not interested in getting involved and using what God has provided in helping the kingdom of God. It's held back the church. It's not also just this congregation. We all know this is just about service. But we've held back the church of God by not using our resources. Not being true. Not being far-sighted. Not being creative. Maybe it's because we don't care about it. That could be it, though, we could. What I'd like you to do is every time you come into this room for a worship service, just take a moment and look at the cross and think about what it represents, the message there. God loves me so much that he was willing to die for me. And rise again. Conquer death for me. Me and you. And because of that, I love him. And I want to show him how grateful I am by giving of myself. And all that he's provided for me that others too might know, somehow, might know that same love, that same gift. So, what's Jesus done for you lately?
faithful or unfaithful. His love still surrounds us. He can't help himself. He loves us. Let's go to the awareness that he loves us. And that we love him. And because we love him, we want to do all that we can to thank him and praise him and to obey him. So that we can say, yes, Lord, I've been shrewd. I've been creative. I've been ingenious. I've been faithful. I have invested what you've given me in terms of work experience and intelligence and all the rest. I have invested what you've given to me, not only to provide food on the table for my family and a roof over my head, but also to help others know that good news of your love and your life. Now may the peace of God which passes all understanding keep our hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen.